Today is August 4th. My name is Donovan and welcome to Covered. Today we're going to go over some Olympic action, some NBA free agency, the MLB, and guess what? We made it. Football is coming back until February. Our regular co-host Drew is out parading in Mexico because I guess celebrating his honeymoon is more important than our podcast here. So shout out to Drew, but congrats on getting married. Um, But since he is gone, we do have a very special guest host on the show today. She's a former participant in the Youth American Grand Prix, trained with the Colorado Ballet, and a National Dance Alliance All-American, McKenna Terrell. How are we feeling? I'm a little nervous. This is my uh, first podcast, but thank you for the introduction. It was very flattering. I'm really just a washed-up ballerina, so that made me sound a lot better than I actually am now. Well, they are all accomplishments, so that is good, and we are glad to have you on. I think you also missed in the introduction that I'm um, Donovan's fiance, so that also, is also an important, um, important part, but I'm awesome. excited to be on. I'm honored to have my first podcast appearance absolutely and we are watching the olympics lately yeah and you had some hot takes but the usa first place in medal count we do love those medals don't we care do. what color they are we are losing to china to china in the medal count by eight golds the total medal count? No, we're winning the medal count, but oh. we're down eight golds. Okay. But yeah. we love the medals, so... Yeah, medal count is all that matters. We do have a better medal count, but China does have a nice, nice medal count. 69 medals, and we have 73 medals, so we are we are beating them. So, I mean... That's great news. That's great news. Simone got her, her medal today on the beam so that was awesome um but yeah we have we got some more talk about simone how are we feeling i think what she did was amazing i love even more that she could come back and get a medal um but yeah good for simone biles for doing what was right for her um i listened to a podcast last week by espn 30 for 30 called heavy metals I think it was like a six-part series about um, Bella and Marta Caroli. They were the USA gymnastics coach for years and years and years and trained um, a bunch of incredible gymnasts, but the podcast kind of reveals at what cost, um, and there was abuse and obviously everything with Larry Nassar that they like turned a blind eye to. So I think anyone who was trashing Simone or literally any gymnast or Olympian or professional athlete for that matter for um doing what was best for her mental health needs to go listen to that podcast um just to kind of see like the things that these young girls deal with and that we should support them um no matter what they do so I think what Simone did was great I'm so happy that she got a bronze it was well deserved the most medals of all time and 
gymnastics, I think. I might make that up, but I'm pretty sure it's true. I think she's tied, but still quite the feat. An incredible accomplishment. Shout out to Michaela Skinner. Shout out. Michaela Skinner. Shout out. went to the University of Utah, which is where I graduated from. We went to school together. I stood in an elevator with her on the way to my dorm room once, so shout out to her. I love that she was able to come back and win the silver. Shout out to all the USA gymnasts. Sunnis gold all around, their team silver, Jade Carey, gold on the floor, Simone in the beam, Michaela in the vault. We have um, medals all around, so way to go, USA Gymnastics. Apparently, they're really good and really great, but yes, Simone leaving and then just, just doing her thing, getting us another medal. In gymnastics was awesome. The Caroli 30 for 30 the podcast. podcast was wild. If you have not listened to it, definitely recommend. Girls were eating toothpaste because of these people. They got smacked around for eating some, or not eating bread, for just having bread um, in their dorm rooms. So... That's pretty wild. Good listen. But, you know, Team USA Gymnastics keeping the whole nation on their back, getting all the medals to to keep us in the lead for the medal count. And that's, that's really what we care about. Yeah, also shout out to USA Swimming. Um, Caleb Dressel, if you didn't get Thank emotional you. when he won his gold and they did like a little FaceTime to the family, mm-hmm. I don't know who you are, but... Katie Ledecky is incredible. I want to be her friend. The first ever gold in the first ever 1500. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And? And Lydia Jacoby. What a story from Alaska. I read that um, Alaska only has one 25-meter swimming pool. One. In the whole state. And it's not even Olympic size. So the fact that she, at 17, can come from Alaska... I just love, I love the Olympics for giving us, like, these types of stories, like yeah. Lydia Jacoby. So, swimming is always one of my favorites to watch in the Olympics, and stories like that are reasons why. Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome, especially at her age, just winning the gold and then being so shocked that she won the gold. It was awesome. Um, and then kind of kind of the young generation just taking over. Yeah, we, we saw also... that seven-year-old for China. <laughs> Just gymnastics. Apparently she was 16, but I don't know. She did not look 16. But hey, shout out to the younger generation for doing their thing. Um, Lydia Jacoby, awesome in the pool. We watched her in the medley race a couple nights ago, and unfortunately her goggles fell off as soon as she dove in and were like around her face. Um, But she still swam. Still swam. And still gave the U.S. a chance. So. She did. She didn't quit, which was awesome because, like, right at the beginning there, you could have said, man, shut it down. But she still tried, and the announcers were like, yeah, she didn't even really lose a beat, which was awesome. Um, and so she kept going. And then Caleb Dressel almost put us on the podium yeah. at the very end, being the anchor. So that would have been awesome if he could have done that. But, hey, still happened. 
and then we are watching hurdles right now the 400 meter hurdles in team usa looks like they are getting two medals on the podium right here and someone just um so, got a world record and they just got a world record but also yesterday we were watching the um track and field and there were two guys one was american I believe it was Ray Benjamin, and then the other one was Norwegian, or not Swedish, nope, we're going to go with Norway, and he broke the world record, but so did Ray Benjamin, so that was cool to see two runners just break the world record. Unfortunately, we ended up with silver, but hey, I mean, how many times? Hey, a medal, we don't care. Yeah, a medal is a medal, and but like... They both broke the world record, so that was... Pretty how many crazy. times do you get to see that? Literally... Not that often. Not often, so that was wild. But in the 100 meter, Italy won the 100 meter. believe USA took second again. However, we should get half that gold because homeboy that was running for Italy was born in Texas. I don't know if he's moved to Italy or what but his mom was italian his mom was italian but <clears throat> i feel like we should get some portion of that to our medal count because that that guy's he's pretty american because he was born here right i'm just saying i don't make the rules we don't make the rules we're not the olympic committee we're not the russian olympic committee either who's oh. in third they're not even close to us hot take coming I think that the Russian Olympic Committee is the dumbest thing. Yes. If you're going to try to quote-unquote punish these athletes like for what they did, then like just cut them out. But like giving them a team, quote-quote, like... Instead of just being Russia, it's What's the, the harm? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Saying the Russian Olympic Committee is literally the same thing as saying Russia. So right. I think that the Olympic Committee needs to kind of get their stuff together on what they view as wrong and right but yeah i think that their roc is a dumb notion but you know good for them for competing i agree but if there's new olympians and you just take it away from the whole country aren't you taking it away from the newer olympians like who didn't cheat yeah maybe then they did, just make but... it team like just make it russia like them yeah. taking away quote unquote their name isn't doing anything for anyone so yeah just keep it rushed if you're not really going to punish them yeah and i mean i guess it is kind of like college athletics when teams get suspended like the freshmen coming in they didn't do anything mm -hmm. and so they still have to live by kind of that standard i guess yeah, uh, it is sure. a little different they can transfer schools where you can't necessarily transfer a country but i can see why they would just keep it as the russian olympic committee but i agree just keep Russia, or just get them out. Get them at. But get again, them I don't make the rules. At. But somebody who is not at yet is Team USA basketball. Yeah. Men's and women's. The women's have still never lost a group stage match. Wow. Team USA men have, apparently, this, this year they decided to lose to Flans. Um, Ready to go bear. Shout out to the Utah Jazz. Oh, stupid tree. Anyway, but 
They are playing very well. Beat Spain. Ricky Rubio have 38 points. How? Yeah. I have no idea because um, he's not really a scorer, but he did have 38 last night. And so that was pretty cool. But Kevin Durant did Kevin Durant things, kind of took over that game and willed USA a win. But talking about Kevin Durant kind of brings up just bouncing around teams. So, there's been a lot of that going on yeah. in the NBA. What is the most surprising one to you? Um, I think the most surprising thing was Carmelo Anthony to the Lakers. The Lakers kind of have this super team thing going on. Super teams everywhere. More, Yeah, there's super teams popping up everywhere. Um, but yeah, I think the most surprising to me was Carmelo going to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know where I thought he would go, but definitely not the Lakers. But I don't think... The league needs to be worried about the Lakers. Yeah, that I think that's a hot take because, I mean, they got Russ, Bron Bron, AD, Melo's aged like fine wine. Then they got Talon Horton Tucker back, Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington, Dwight Howard. Yeah, I just don't... I don't know. I mean... I think that super teams can only be so super. I think that a team that has grown together and trained together and worked together, the um, like the Nuggets or the, the Jazz, the Bucks are a great example. The Jazz just signed Rudy Gay, too. The Suns are a great example. Suns, um, CP3. I think that that kind of team is so much more valuable and so much more successful than just a bunch of good players individually because – like, good individual players can only get so far, you know? Like, Russ wants to be the guy, and he's not going to be the guy with LeBron James. LeBron. So, I think that it'll be really interesting to see how it plays out, but I don't think the league needs to be worried. I don't think the Lakers are going to gel. Um, I think there's going to be too many people trying to be the guy. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, just like the Nets. I kind of called that. Last year, I didn't think it was going to go as well as everyone thought, and obviously they did well, but... Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the new super... Not new super teams, but kind of had that year to gel. So we still got the Nets, and we got the Lakers. We got the Heat in Miami with Kyle Lowry, Bam, Jimmy, P.J. Tucker signed with them. So there's another one forming there. Still got the Bucks with Drew, Chris... Middleton and Giannis and then let's see who else we got we got well we don't know about the Clippers because who knows where Kawhi is going where do you think Kawhi is going I think Kawhi will stay there and then maybe they make a play for Dame because then you get then you have another super team on your hands yeah and Old Los Angeles. It will be the battle of L.A. I know we, people were saying that when Kawhi and PG joined yeah. to go against Bron Bron. But, uh, yeah, and the Suns, I mean, can we say they're a super team now with CP and D-Book like and the emergence of DeAndre? In my opinion, I think a super team is something that's, like, made um, unorganically, like people going to places to, like, like Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, that was like the creation of a super team. Or LeBron going to the Heat. Um, like it's players kind of like teaming up together to um, 
try to be the best versus like a team like the Suns where, you know, like DeAndre Ayton was drafted to the Suns. Mm -hmm. Like Devin Booker's kind of like blossomed as a player there. The Nuggets are a great example. Like who would have thought that Nikola Jokic would become who he's become? The GOAT. Um, the Warriors, Steph and Clay, you know, that sort of thing before KD came. I think that teams like that that, you know, kind of start from the bottom and grow organically and like gel as teammates. The Jazz are another good example, like I mentioned before. I think that those are a lot more valuable than the super team. So I don't know. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. And yeah, super teams kind of bought, not built. So definitely. Um, yeah, what's stronger, bought or built? I think built. I would say built, but we'll see. Yeah, even if houses, you know, you get to customize it to your liking and create it not how you want. Whereas if you just buy one, you know, yeah. you got to fix everything. You got to fix, fix what's going on. Yeah. got to fix the plumbing, you know. You got to fix everything. Also, I feel like. Russell Westbrook has been to a lot of places trying to chase his ring, and it never really goes well for him. Um, so I don't know what he thinks is going to happen just bopping around. No, Russ, hey, I won't. I won't do it. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, he's good, but yeah, I just think that like a player like him, you know, he goes around to places, he's done it multiple times, and like nothing happen so what does he think is going to happen this time like why does he think it's different because he's because he's with lebron and ad yeah but... i mean if you go back the only really guy he had was bradley beal on the wizards and no surrounding pieces yeah but didn't he get traded to the wizards yeah he didn't have like really a choice right and Versus, but like going to houston he went to houston because and then yeah he had Harden, but that's, I mean, yeah, that we, was probably his best shot there, right? yeah. like his most, his best teammate. So but. what did he do with the Wizards? Nothing. He averaged a triple-double, though. But what did the team do? Triple-double. The Wizards going to Wizard. He made it to the playoffs, but the Wizards going to Wizard, and so... Yeah, all I'm saying is, anything. like, he hasn't had, like, a track record where, you know... That's true. He gets a chance, so... That's true. He's going to the Lakers to try to get his chance with Melo and... AD and Melo's going to carry. I don't know. It'll be interesting. But yeah. I just think that there's a lot of hype around it. And just because there's a bunch of good players doesn't mean it's going to make a good team. So That's true. That's true. That's what I think about it. You heard it here first. Built, not bought. That's what you want to go for. So any GMs listening out there. Built. Give us a call. Give us a call. We'll, we'll consult you. Yeah. Built, not bought. But another super team direction in another sport is the New York Yankees. They are stacked. They do it all the time. And now adding Rizzo, adding Joey Gallo, they are kind of the MLB's form of a super team. And so they are ready to go and compete now. Even at the end of the year, they were pretty stacked. Um, but they were just not winning games. And now adding Rizzo and Gallo to the team, adding to those lineups, they're going to start hitting and doing really well. Um, and then across um, in, in New York, you've got the Mets adding Javi Baez, um, adding to that lineup as well, adding him next to Francisco Lindor in the infield, which was awesome. 
And then you got Chris Bryant going to the West, going to play for the Giants, which means officially this year the Chicago Cubs are dead. They're probably dead for another 100 years. They're cursed again. They're going into hibernation. Um, they're rebuilding again with probably Patrick Wisdom, that Ortega kid, don't really know. But at least they have a plan of what they're doing in rebuilding, whereas the Rockies do not know what they are doing because it's just, it's just pitiful. I don't know much about baseball, um, but what I do know from my limited knowledge is that the Rockies general management doesn't really know what they're doing. So I think that I could probably do a better job. Mm -hmm. um, Atlas Monkey could probably do a better job. So that's all that I have to say about that. Yeah. I don't have much to add to the baseball, baseball conversation. Yeah. And yeah, just it's wild. Trevor Story said he's not going to re-sign with, with the organization. And they kept him. They kept him. That uh, does not make sense, especially when you sign Nolan Arenado, probably the best player the Rockies have ever had, um, to a seven-year deal. And then you trade him to St. Louis for a box of balls. Um, and that's really it. And you say, here, here's... Here's $50 million while you're at it so you can pay Nolan. Um, but, yeah, we'll just take a nice box of balls um, and then give you his contract to pay to pay him. And then you get Trevor Story uh, who said, yeah, dog, I'm out after this year because you guys do not know what you're doing. And they proved it at the trade deadline. They said, you know, hey, guy's not going to sign back with us. We're going to hold on to him, though. And get nothing for him. So, if you can't tell, Donovan's really heated and passionate about the Rockies. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, moving on from that, we got baseball parlays. If you, there's a home favorite and they're minus two hundred on the money line or more, go ahead, pick a few of your favorites. Probably. Two to four, max four. Don't don't go over that, but see, do a little bit of research. See which ones you like best. Combine them together. Great success rate. Winning team, minus 200 teams that are home favorites are like 70% win percentage. So keep that in mind. And then guess what? We made it. Football is Football is back. We made it. Every weekend until February, there will be football, whether it's college or professional. And that is good news. That is great news. Hard Knocks is on next week. We got the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Jerry Jones on the sidelines. HBO, look it up. No free ads. HBO, though. Um, HBO Max. Yeah, sponsor us if you want to hear this, sponsor us. Um, but Hard Knocks is coming back, so that is kind of the official start to football. On Thursday, we got the Hall of Fame game, preseason game number one. Everybody's excited, except for the players. 
I'm guessing, because game is kind of a joke, because they play on a high school field in Canton, and none of the good players play, so Dak is probably going to maybe take one snap, and I think they're playing the Steelers, and so Ben Roethlisberger will probably take one snap as well, but who do you think is going to win? Cowboys, Steelers? Steelers. Steelers? Yeah. Yeah, I think... Cowboys are kind of a mess, even if it's not like a real game. Cowboys are a mess. Yeah, the Cowboys are a mess, but I'm thinking the Cowboys win this meaningless game because it is Hall of Fame weekend. All the eyes are going to be on the Cowboys. Then they get the Hard Knocks premiere on Tuesday. So they really got to show out for Hard Knocks. And so they're probably going to win this one. Jerry Jones is going to be like, "Yeah, let's 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 win it. Let's win this one for let's win this one for the Hard Knocks and, and get that get that money here." Um so yeah, we are I'm thinking thinking the Cowboys. Great. Um two questions for you. I know it's really early, but who do you think is going to win the NFL? I know we're months and months away. Who do you think? You heard heard it here first. Without knowing anything, without seeing any of the season, you can change your I'll answer. I'll tell you right now. There is one thing one man has not done in the NFL, and that's go undefeated. He brought, well, he didn't bring them all back, but their team brought everybody back. They won the Super Bowl last year. The Buccaneers are not going to lose a game this year. Do you think it's going to be the Buccaneers and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Yes. I too. Because I can't think of anybody that can really challenge the Chiefs yeah, in definitely. the AFC right now. Um, but one thing, the Broncos are plus 1,800 to win the AFC West, so... You want to sprinkle a even a dollar. If you put a dollar on plus eighteen hundred, you get eighteen dollars for what? So think about that one because maybe I do not hope Patty gets hurt because that's bad for everybody. But injuries do happen in the NFL. The Broncos are solid. They have a solid defense. They got Teddy two gloves. Or Drew Locke playing quarterback, sure not. We don't know who that is yet. But they they could win the the AFC West. So maybe think about that. But I am thinking the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Gronkineers undefeated win the Super Bowl. What's your pick? I don't want Tampa Bay to win, but I think they probably will. But I think that it'll be Tampa Bay and Kansas City in the Super Bowl, and I think Patrick Mahomes won't go down as easy as he did last time. So. Yeah, that was tough. That yeah, was, but that smoked. It's my prediction. Okay, what are you most excited for with college football starting up? College football starting up. We got full stadiums back, so that is awesome. I'm excited to go to some games. Gonna go watch. The Utah Utes. Go Utes. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm most excited for. Hopefully CU's in town. 
and Utah beats the piss out of CU. What? Um, but that's what I'm most excited for. What are you most excited yeah, for? Yeah, me too. You know, like I said, I'm a U of U alum, so going to football games and being in the student section was like the highlight of my week through college. So I'm excited to get to go back as a graduate now, as an alumni. Um, Alumnus. Alum, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, and get to show you what a real college football game is like. I know, co- I know real college football. Mountain West, baby, <laughs> CSU Rammies, let's go. So yeah, just to be back at Rice-Eccles with a full crowd is going to be a lot of fun. As long as, as, long as Delta doesn't. As long as Delta doesn't. Uh, yeah. Um, hot take: Wear your masks if you're not vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. Stay safe. Don't let Delta shut us down again because it will. Don't let it happen. But other than that, we got you covered. Stay safe. Have a good one.